welcome back to the Bug in a Rug podcast. As always, my name is Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And today we have a special guest with us. Jack. (laughs) Jack is back. He's on the attack. (laughs) You better not slack. (laughs) What do you think about this? Are we getting anywhere? It's rhyme time. (laughs) I I have good lyrics to add to it. (laughs) on rupaul's drag race all-stars season three three bb they're supposed to make their own lyrics to like some song and they're gonna sing them and then lip sync them well she literally says like Ricky, T-T-Ta-Ta. Like, that's it. what it is. And then at the end, they're like, we are loving your energy. Like, what does that mean? And she's like... No, she, they said, what language what is that? What language is that? And she go, basically goes like, oh, it's every language. Like, it's just a feeling. And I'm like, so you didn't write words. You just made something up. And I did love the energy, but I didn't get it. <laughs> Welcome back to a conversation a discussion, an open friends. discussion about how Shangela should have been in the top two. Shangela should have been in the top two. Come at me. I don't care. I'm, I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you for that. It's like an hour that I've been in the room that's played. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, did I tell you guys that I think I'm going bald? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, hey, <laughs> let's have this discussion. And how I tried to tell you how to fix it. And I tried and it didn't work. So I just, I think I'm going bald in one spot because I keep braiding my hair a certain way. And I tried to braid it a different way and I just looked weird. So I braided it the same way just to add on to my baldness. Yeah, I mean, go bigger at home. It's not bald. Bald! Bald! (laughs) All right. Speaking of being bald... Oh, no. No, just kidding. <laughs> All right, I have a story for you guys, and it's a short one. Wait, short but sweet. You wrote a story? I wrote a... I, I wrote a story. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> Jack actually wrote a story. Just swing it. Um, tomorrow morning, the you guys' names go to space. Oh, yeah. Wait, that's tomorrow? 7.50 a.m. liftoff time. Should I wake up for it? Won't you already be up? Yes. <laughs> You'll be up for other reasons, but in that in addition. Yes, yes, you're, abso- you're absolutely right. All right. If anybody out there listening knows why our cats like to eat aloe plants, which are poisonous to cats, please let me know. Yeah, and why they like to eat bamboo, too. Lucky bamboo. Because it's lucky, and if you eat it... I don't think lucky bamboo is technically bamboo. I'm what sorry. Is it then? I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm shook to my core. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Clearly, it's a type of clover. Because, like, what? a four leaf clover, if you eat it, you get the luck. So, lucky bamboo. The luck comes from it looking like a bamboo, but it's not bamboo. What is it? I don't know. Whatever drive. Is it a weed? Is that a weed? Chris, is that a weed? <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs> Maybe that's why the cats knocked it over the other morning. Oh, because they're like, we're tired of this imposter. Because it's a weed. Maybe. Maybe. You're absolutely right. Is everybody ready for my story? You wrote a story? I did. Oh, my God. I wrote a story. (laughs) Is everybody ready? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. This story may or may not keep you up at night. 
Uh, I don't know. By the end of it, I guess we'll see if everybody will still sleep as snug as a bug in a rug. Uh, my story actually starts out with a question. Oh, beans. <laughs> uh, when you think of places in the United States, don't read. You're reading. Get out of here. Jack, you're cheating. You're cheating. You can't cheat. This is like your third or fourth time being a co-host, and I really expect you to know better by now. I should have you sit on the this other the side of the table. I've been here when Caitlin's read. Oh. oh, that's true. Get out. Go sit over there then. <laughs> no room. Okay, when you think of the United St- places in the United States, Whitney, because I'm not, because, I mean, clearly you already read what I wrote. Um, when you think of places that have a big reputation of being paranormal, mm-hmm. what are some places that you might think of? Roswell. I did write down Area 51, and then I deleted it. Why would you go <laughs> Because it just seemed like a lot to summarize, so um, I didn't write it down. Phoenix. Par- like paranormal or like like paranormal? Lit- like paranormal? <laughs> like paranormal. Can you use each of those in a sentence and then I'll make my deciding, my decision? When Define paranormal. Like... <laughs> You're making this too hard. Well, I was thinking spooky places in the United States. Go spooky and paranormal. Two different. Oh things. my god! It doesn't matter. Uh, is this why you don't do the Caribbean ride and Wait. Disney uses real human bones? <laughs> so it is a spooky place. Disney it's World crazy. or Disneyland? <laughs> just one though, isn't it? Just one. They used to have like full. Now, but it's just like one head. Yeah. What do you know? I mean, hey, if I die, I'd want my body donated to the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland. Also, at Disneyland, if you ever hear somebody's name, like, over the loudspeaker, something bad's really happened. They've, in, like, the last couple of years, the three, one person, her husband died at, at there. The other one, they were selected to be an organ donor for, like, somebody high in the government, and they were like, you better leave now. And then the third one. You better leave it. You, you better run away. Get there. You better the, leave this. The Don't people, let him the catch pe- you. The people were like coming to pick the like the government oh. was coming to like, pick yeah, them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's another one I forget, but it was like up there with like death and. That's wild. The government needs you out. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Spooky places in the United States that are not the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney World. Yes, in Florida. Spooky or paranormal? Those are different things. Spooky's like haunted. Can you Paranormal's pick anything? Like, Just pick anything. Point Pleasant. West Virginia. Okay. Flatwoods. Okay. I'm just going to move Wait, no. Wait. I'm thinking. Um, Literally famous places. Oh. Forks. Washington. Yeah. (laughs) Where um, Twilight is set in. Are you okay? (laughs) You knew immediately what I meant, though, and why I meant it. You knew right away. Okay. Maybe our listeners out there thought of some other places. Do you have a list? Maybe perhaps Salem, Massachusetts? Well, no, but that's spooky. That's not paranormal. I said either or. Well, I was thinking paranormal. Which are home of the Salem Witch Trials? Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe Savannah, Georgia? That's spooky also. I said spooky. New Orleans? Thank you. That's what we're leading up to. Oh, my goodness gracious. Took you long enough. Well, maybe you thought of Savannah, Georgia, because of apparently there's a place, Calhoun Square, which is where more than 1,000 slaves are believed to be buried. Oh. Some of you may have thought of Estes Park, Colorado. I didn't. Due to the fact that it's 
it is home to the Stanley Hotel, which was inspiration for um, The Shining. Oh. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So. Do you think that's an Airbnb now? An Airbnb. On the list. An Airbnb. <laughs> Someone. <laughs> what is it? It's a hotel. Why would it be an Airbnb? Privatized. <laughs> Just a and b Okay, so the answer I was looking for really was New Orleans. And we got there. I had to drag it out of you, but we got there. I asked you for a definition and you didn't give me one. So don't be mad at me for taking the long road around. At least I anyway, got there in the end. We're moving on. Okay, so New Orleans is a city that constantly makes like lists and lists of the most famous paranormal, spooky, haunted places in the United States. Um, so according to, ju- I mean, this is just one. According to Cosmopolitan, New Orleans, Louisiana is second on the list of most ghostly cities in the United States. Others, I've seen it ranked in the top ten, but it's most of the time in the top five at least. I was going to make a joke about Cosmopol- Cosmopolitan, the drink, or the magazine. <laughs> but I knew you'd be upset, so I just waited. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. Uh, So the city of New Orleans is known to be particularly spooky due to its horrific history. So New Orleans is home to the LaLaurie House, which is where Delphine LaLaurie chained up and experimented on her slaves in a gruesome fashion. The Gardet Laprette House was the site of such a terrible massacre that those who lived nearby claimed to have seen blood oozing under the door. Famous ghosts haunt the town, including women in 19th century clothing dancing in the ballroom of the Bourbon Orleans Hotel, and spirits of those buried at the St. Louis Cathedral are seen roaming the pews. If this isn't enough to convince you of the interesting background of New Orleans, there's also a long history of voodoo in the area, which you mentioned. Marie Laveau was a powerful voodoo priestess who lived in New Orleans in the 19th century, and some believe that she still holds the power to curse individuals beyond the grave. So... I did mention a lot of ghosts and voodoo. We talked about it briefly. Um, However, these are not the stories that I have chosen to highlight in this episode. I've chosen something different. Oh, then I'm going to leave. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, so let us take a journey back to when New Orleans was a relatively new city. Let us go. Jump in my time machine. (laughs) Here it is. Here it is. I don't have a year. It's a guesstimate. Louisiana Purchase. Which was? French. I don't know. I don't know. I looked it up on Wikipedia briefly, and I was like, it seemed like a lot of history. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed like a lot of history that I wasn't going to write down. We have the technology. Hold on. I just assume that's why Jack was here. To tell us what year. Well, I'm also not sure if the story takes place when New Orleans was a relatively new city. Like, 
when it was settled. After the Louisiana oh. Purchase. Or when it became or, New Orleans. You know what I mean? I don't know. So that's why I didn't really go with a date. It varies. Prior to 1803, vary. that was a purchase. And New Orleans was established as it was a French colony. Yeah, so I think it that's was more... they speak Cajun. It's a mixture of right. French and... Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, probably. Co- <laughs> what about the, the Creole? I'm like, there's a corn dog at the end of the water. <laughs> that dark water, that deep water. Um, yeah, so during the establishment of New Orleans, I guess, if one traveled to the eastern section of town, there happened to be a road ending in a quiet wooded area. Now, some people claim that this road was specifically in... Chalmet, uh, while others believe it was in Gentilly or Metairie. These are different places. But nobody really knows the exact location. So individuals who dared to follow the trail might have thought the area was abandoned, but it wasn't. Was there a sign that said dead end? No I think it was just known that there was no outlet. Well, of course there were no outlets then. Did they really have electricity? Okay. I mean, did you want me to say that? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so deep in the dark parts of the forest lurked creatures that were half human, half beast. The road that these creatures lived on eventually became known as Grunch Road. So people just started calling these beans the Grunch. Yeah, but how did they steal Christmas? <laughs> I just want to say that I have not told Winnie. I went back and forth a lot, and both of you know this because I could not figure out what to do the story on. But I literally was thinking about just the word Grunch for days and so I decided that this was the story I needed to do my episode on. Did you know the word before or after? Like, you, did you read and you're like, oh. I read it and I was it. like, maybe I'll do it on the grunge. And then I was like, no. And then I was like, well, you secretly want me to do it. <laughs> there were like three times today where Caitlin was like, oh no, I almost told you what my story's about. Well, I thought about it and then I almost started singing... Um, literally the famous song in the Grinch that I can't think of right now. You're a mean one, yes. Mr. Grinch? <laughs> yes. There's and then I was like, no, that seems weird that I would just start singing that. We and... <laughs> break into random song all the time. It doesn't have to make sense in this household. I know, I know, I know. I have a question. I have an answer. Did they have a captain? Captain Grunch. Captain <laughs> Grunch. His stripes don't make him a captain. I don't know his level, but. Captain Crunch? Yeah. He has stripes on like his sleeve. Captain Grunch, on the other hand, is he a is, real he captain. He is a real captain. <laughs> <laughs> or she. Thank you. They? They. Yeah. I'd be both, probably. I always thought Captain Crunch was in the Navy. He's got like a sailor hat. Is that right? Am I wrong? Is he even, or is he a pirate? Or is he like a legit? I think he's supposed to be like in 
at least some form of, I don't know if it's like the U.S. Navy, but at least some form of Navy. fighting battalion that fights at sea. <laughs> okay, it's sea, right? Okay. Pirates <laughs> fight at sea. Maybe he is a pirate. That's why his stripes don't make sense. That's what I'm saying. He stole that uniform from someone and named himself the captain Maybe. of the Crunch. Look at him. He's, He's the, the captain, captain now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to the Grunch. Please tell me more about the Grunch. <laughs> so no one really knows where the Grunch came from or when they settled in this part of New Orleans. But there are some popular theories that I would like to discuss with you uh, now. Uh, uh, right, right now. Now. Right wait, now. wait. <laughs> right now. Wait. Now. Now's good. I just want to say, hold on, let me pause before we go any further. Some of these stories get a little wild, but here we go. The first individuals to spot these mysterious beings described them as albino dwarves. <laughs> I'm sorry, do you want me to try and like <laughs> not laugh through this entire thing? Um, I'm already I'm having a really hard time with just the word the grunch. The gr- <laughs> I know. You're gonna be thinking about it for a while. That alone will keep me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> the grunch. So the first individual to spot these mysterious beings described them as albino dwarves, as I just stated. This led to the notion that the Grunch might have been created by the devil. Yeah, he makes a lot of albino dwarf which, tribes. Which you know, know people why. don't talk about it enough how many albino dwarf tribes that the devil himself created. <laughs> this is one of them. Thank you for bringing this to people's attention. You're welcome. PSA. <laughs> what is it? Um, thank you for... What is it called when you bring attention to something? You are... Help me out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're getting the wrong person. I don't know. You're a, not an activist. Kind of, you're an activist, but that's not it. <laughs> You'll think of it. I'm going to move on. It's not going to help. I don't know. You are um, advocating. I'm advocating on behalf of our dwarves, dwarves around the world. You know, I don't think that's the word I'm looking for either. I don't think, I don't think I'm an advocate. I don't think so. I'm speaking on behalf of all the albino dwarves around the world. Right. So what does that make you? Created by the devil. An advocate or, I want to say an assassin. Oh, a lawyer. No. <laughs> Somebody who brings... Uh, Attention to the subject. You can keep saying that same (laughs) sentence over and over again. It's not going to make me think of it. Well, I'm looking at you, but hoping Jack thinks of the word. (laughs) (laughs) Orange are on my forte. Yeah. Anyway. So, when the area began to be settled, the Grunch retreated further into the woods, back into this isolated area, because they could not integrate with the rest of society. Because they were albino dwarves created by the devil. Did they wear clothes? I cannot confirm nor deny. Because I know this is bad, but in my head, they don't wear clothes. (laughs) It's fine. Okay, but hold on. Let me read the rest of it. Uh, Let me read the rest of it. And I'm (laughs) going to change your mind. Change your thinking of what you're thinking of right now. So, since they retreated back into these woods, this led to the Grunch inbreeding, which caused several deformities and then eventually um, caused them to turn mad. So, 
while they may have started as albino dwarves, they are not known as, like, looking like people. So I don't want you picturing naked people. <laughs> she's, she's picturing naked deformed people. Yeah. Well, so deformed that they look like monsters. monsters. So that's the first theory. The second theory... Oh, no. This is for later. Okay. The second theory is that some some similar stories tell that the Grunge were a group of people who sold their souls to the devil in order to gain protection. And become dwarves. Well, <laughs> well, um, it was this, it's essentially the same thing, except they weren't created by the devil. They were a type of people that sold their soul to the devil and then started inbreeding and turned men and got all these deformities. Well, in order to keep the protection that the devil offered them, they would torture and sacrifice animals. No, that's rude. Yeah, it is kind of rude. So the third theory of where the grunge came from actually involves voodoo queen Marie Laveau. Laveau? Laveau? I think it's Laveau, who I briefly discussed earlier. So Marie Laveau is thought to possibly have created the grunge accidentally. Now the details of her life are kind of murky because her daughter was actually also named Marie Laveau and was also a famous voodoo priestess. Some of what they did kind of gets overlapped, and some people think the daughter did it, some people think the mother did it, so it kind of is up Mm. in the air. Ran in the family. Ran in the family. There you go. So, it is believed that the mother, Marie Laveau, was born in the French Quarter of New Orleans around 1801 to a Creole mother and a white father. So, during the 18th and 19th centuries, Creoles and free people of color practiced a type of voodoo that was a mixture of African Catholic and Native American religious practices, Marie Laveau became one of the most powerful practitioners, and she was basically famous for selling charms, telling fortunes, giving advice to people of every social strata. Like, she had very rich and wealthy figures coming to her. So her powers were thought to even give her the ability to save condemned prisoners from death row. Now, I did not research further into this, so I don't know how, but maybe we'll discuss that in a later episode. Um, She also became famous for the evil eye, cursing people with the evil eye, which is actually an amulet, but they said, like, her, she had a look that went with it that would curse you. Uh She also was thought to have cursed a certain individual to have them give birth to a demon child. Now, this is where the grunge come in, in an interesting way. I read this story. It's a very long story, but (laughs) let me split. No, too much. Let Let me me sum up. Marie Laveau cursed this woman to have a demon baby. She wormed her way into the family and was actually the person to deliver the baby. One story states that she delivered the baby and then castrated it so that it couldn't reproduce because it was a demon child. And the testicles of this demon child, one turned into a female grunge and one turned into a male grunge. And then they ran off into the woods, never to be seen by Marie Laveau again. (laughs) Now, the fourth theory, which is another variation on this story, 
is that this demon baby was raised by Marie Laveau and Madame LaLaurie, who I previously stated, mentioned above, who is a terrible person. Um, but it eventually escaped their care, and it is thought to live somewhere in Bourbon Street, howling at night and terrorizing tourists and locals. And some claim that if someone is bitten by this demon child, that they actually turn into the grunge. It's very <laughs> inconsistent. <laughs> I don't... Mm. Listen. Yes? <laughs> this is one of these things that I feel like everybody should be. <laughs> kind of like, um, it's a pretty big folk tradition... Or a big folklore thing yeah. for nobody to agree on. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that the last one especially is probably coming from tourists. You know, you hear weird noises. You're on Bourbon Street. Tourists are coming through. Yeah. They don't quite know what everything oh, is. And locals grunge. being like, watch out or you'll turn into the grunge. Which the grunge is like a name for just the type. I'm not saying the grunge and it's like one being. What is the plural of grunge? I think it's grunge. <laughs> okay, it's fine. So, no matter the origin, the grunge are now thought to be goat-like creatures. Whoa! That stand three to four feet tall. They have leathery black-gray skin, sharp spines, and long quills that run along their backs. Some say that when they spotted the grunch lurking around the woods at night, that their eyes glowed red, orange, or blue-green. So they're porcupines <laughs> that could have any color eyes. Yes, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> essentially. So this is no, where the sure. deformity things come in. They don't look like people. Better go catch it. They <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh. how did we no wait stop yes stop the podcast uh-huh where did we make the jump <laughs> from dwarfs or a bib yeah to goat porcupines so okay. pines. i'm gonna read my next paragraph and then this does not shed light on your question, but it does a little bit. Then, if it doesn't need to make... Okay, fine. Okay. I don't know where the goat-like creatures come in. However, re there, there were reports at some point in New Orleans that farm animals, specifically goats and sheep, were going missing. They were disappearing. Eventually, people started disappearing as well, and rumors about the grunge started to circulate, and they were saying that the grunge would kidnap these animals and people, um, drain their blood, and then devour their organs. Mm -hmm. And so people started to warn others that if they saw a injured goat in the road to not stop, because if they got out to help said goat, the grunge would attack them. His bait. Yes, would attack them and eat them. So I think that the goat-like thing was kind of like the injured goat could be the grunge in disguise or it mm. looks like the grunge or the grunge, you know what I mean, kind of thing. I Trickster think that's grunge. where the goat-like qualities came into effect. 
A trickster grunge. <laughs> a trickster grunge. That's one of the types. This is the blue-green-eyed ones. Yeah, right, right. The red-orange ones are... I just regular grunge. Those are regular. <laughs> those are well-behaved grunge. Those are regular. And by well-behaved, I mean they just don't trick people. Like they just like they just eat them. Are bad about the animals, but like yeah. they leave people alone. Right, right, right. Okay, that makes sense. I got you. Don't ask me you. how I know that. <laughs> I can't tell you. You are the grunge. <laughs> you are a grunge. I'm at a grunge one. So many think that the grunge sound like the chupacabra. Yeah. So chupacabra literally translates to goat sucker. Oh no. So it the chupacabra is described as standing four to five feet tall. They have long claws, glowing red eyes, and spikes running down its back. The first official quote-unquote sighting of the chupacabra was in Puerto Rico in 1955. Now, I do quote-unquote official because there were sightings before this, but this one was like the most famous, kind of brought it into popular, popular knowledge. What? Your number was different. 1995, what'd I say? 55. 1995. Oh, it happened way before I that. I can't There's read. There's no way. Mm. Yeah, 1995. That's why I say quote-unquote official, because others were, like, dating, I think I said 1955, probably because that was one of the numbers, but it was, others were dating back to, like, the 1800s, so who knows. But sightings of the Chupacabra have been reported in Mexico, Nicaragua, Argentina, and Florida, so some people think that the grunge might just be... The chupacabra's cousin. Yeah, it just swam. That made its way over to Louisiana. Swam to Louisiana. Swam in Tasia water. Some of them, hey, some sightings were in Florida, so it could have caught a cab. Florida man. Caught a cab (laughs) from Florida? Yeah. To Louisiana. Are they touchy? They don't touch, but they're... I mean... There's a movie where a guy agrees to drive a girl like across the United States. He's a taxi cab and they fall in love. I don't know what it's called. Mm. Planes, trains, and automobiles? No. No, that's a great movie. No, that's not it. That's not it. So, no matter what the grunge are or where they came from, I have one piece of advice. And it's to not get out of your car to help an injured goat on a dirt road in eastern New Orleans. Never trust a goat. Never trust a goat. That's the end of my story. I have a lot of questions. (laughs) It's just wild to me. Like, how are there so many... I guess if you're going off of them, like, inbreeding and mutating in different ways, like, I just don't understand how you'd go backwards from dwarf to goat. But maybe that's the logical progression, that you go from person to dwarf to goat. That's like the... So what you're saying Mm -hmm. is that in your mind, it does not really make sense that a deformed, like inbreeding and deformities could cause a person to look more like a goat. But what you are saying is that if two goats started... In breeding, they'd go and look like humans? I never... No, that's absolutely not what I said at all. Wait, what are 
did you say? <laughs> I don't know. You were just like, I don't understand how it goes person to goat. So I took that as wouldn't it go from goat to person? No, no. I'm saying it's a big leap. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And like, were the spines before or after? Like, is it dwarf right. to spine goat to goat or dwarf to goat to spine goat? Maybe Jack's they right. Maybe be. it is just a porcupine that lost its way in Louisiana. Or a goat that is ran a into a porcupine. In Porcupines? I don't think Porcup- so. Is it like cacti? Porcupine? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Meese. Meese, mooses, greenches. Maybe this is what it, Hey, I got it. The goat ran into a porcupine. And so he got some quills in him. Mm-hmm. And it made him cry blood. That's why his eyes were red. <laughs> and that's the one sighting that everybody's seen. It only takes one person to You're see right. a spined porcupine with red eyes. You mean a spined goat <laughs> with red eyes? <laughs> no, I you, said what I said. You're the first witness and you've already got your testimony wrong. <laughs> that's how easy it is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, so you're testing us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a test all along. I knew what crunch were from the beginning. Naked dwarf people. They had to shed their clothes at some I point. never said they were naked. No, but in my head they were naked. You didn't stop me. Are we not going to talk about the reproductive organs that just go away to reproduce? Are we just going to ignore that? Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. they reproduce asexually. Yeah, yeah, that was a really wild part where it was like she cut off the testicles and one turned into a male grunge and one turned into a female grunge. I was reading that and I was like, wait a second. Baby. Is I don't no know. Long, is, I don't is know. The I didn't say. Gone? I don't know. Maybe it's their leader. Wait, I don't know. But did the baby also become a grunch, or just that's what I'm saying? I don't testes. know. Just his testes is what the story said. I do no, not know what happened to the baby. <laughs> Wait, her whole point was to castrate it. Yeah, so it couldn't. But reproduce. then it made to. Yeah. Do I need to read that again? Grunge? Were you not listening? Yeah. So by by castrating it, she made two grunge. That's why it said she made them accidentally. That's she didn't a, mean to. That's a really important word that I missed. Yes. yes. She did not mean to do it. Oh man, accidents happen, you know? Yeah, ones she, that are that terrible. No, I was gonna say something. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of my story. Did you guys like it? Yeah. I think I'm leaving more confused <laughs> for sure. And it's not your fault. That I think was it's the just whole the point. Only, it's all the whole idea. How um, do you say the city name again? Well, now I'm not going to say <laughs> it. I said it. I just. No. New. Nope. Now yep. I'm self conscious. New. <laughs> new How do you say it? I just say New Orleans, but you said it. New Orleans? You said it. The first time you said New Orleans, the second time you said New Orleans, I was just... Well, if I'm you. reading it, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. She's appealing I'm to the masses. I'm not saying it's wrong. I have no idea what the correct... It's French. It's probably... Did you call it Grunchville? New Orleans. Um, New Grunchburg? No, that's not what I said. I said Grunchington, I think. Grunchington. New Grunchington. New Grunchington. We're going to rename it. I like it. I like it. If you're from... Close to Delta. New Orleans. Um, tell us if you know what the Grunch are. I don't think they're that popular. Like, that famous. 
They should I wanted, be. They should be. That's why I wanted to talk about them. Are the goats white? PSA. Like albino goats? I don't know. This is like Banicula? Banicula came from the grunge. <laughs> no! Yeah, you did. Don't put that evil on Banicula. <laughs> Banicula's an evil rabbit. Don't put that evil on the grunge, then. They're evil, too. I don't remember what happens in Banicula. I just always think that, like, they think he's evil and he's not. Does he kill people? I have no idea It's what a vampire rabbit. Yeah, but does he actually kill you people? You don't know what Banicula is? No. I don't... I vaguely do. I don't really know. Wait, 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 is this a movie? Alexa, uh, what is Banicula? Banicula is a children's novel series written by James Howe and his late wife Deborah Howe, featuring a vampire rabbit named Banicula who sucks the juice out of vegetables. The series consists of seven books, published between 1979 and 2006. Deborah Howe died Alexa, thank you, that's enough. I just want to say that I did say that Banicula was thought to be evil, but really wasn't. How is it a vampire rabbit if it's sucking Sorry, the juice out of rabbits? If you have a minute, I can show you a few things. Alexa, stop. How is it a vampire rabbit if it sucks the juice out of vegetables? Because regular rabbits just... Because because regular people... Mm-hmm. He's using more people. No, please, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, no. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm interested in your logic here. Regular rabbits eat... Other rabbits, yeah. Uh, no, eat, <laughs> eat their food. But Nicola just sucks the juices out. That's why it's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Greek word for vampire <laughs> just means... <laughs> Just kidding, I'm making it up. Give me any word. Any word and I'll show you how the root of that word is is Greek. Greek. So what you're saying is, I can eat my food, but if I just suck the juice out of my food, then I'm a vampire person. Yes. I thought thought you had to be just a rabbit. So people who just drink vegetable smoothies... Vampires. They're vampires. Vegetable soup. Anytime I drink... No, vegetable soup has chunks in it. So broth. Anytime I drink broth, I'm a vampire. No, yes. it's broth. See, like chicken broth, though, that's not very vegetable fruit ass. Mm-hmm. So you're not. But it's done. still things that I eat. I guess. So I what, think we're on a conversation which is really going to lead us to no conclusion. So what do you call it if I decide to suck the blood from another human being. You're still a vampire. Murder. Murder. A murder. And that is where she we did, She just said suck blood. She didn't say she was going to kill him. I, I, I don't. I mean, but once once it pops off, the fun don't stop, right? Jesus. That's not it. <laughs> I don't mean it. All right, it's time to go to bed and dream about the grunge and sugar plum fairies dancing in our eyes. <laughs> You're a mean one, <laughs> Mr. Grunch. My heart grew three times today. <laughs> three times in almost Our brains grew three times because now we've learned about the grunge. Now we're part porcupine goat people. Yes, albinos. Anyway. So many things. Do you guys think so that the grunge things. are going to keep you up at night? Are you still going to be able to sleep as snug as bug and rug? I mean, my brain hurts just from like all the possibilities. I want to catch one. Has anyone ever claimed to catch one? Um, I don't know. I didn't really read any stories about... There's not a lot on there. About what? What'd you say? I'll listen to it back. What'd you say? 
What'd you say? I mumble, you'll never really. (laughs) (laughs) Everything I say is an enigma. Yeah, you think you'll still sleep? Snuggles, bucket, and rug? I'll be (laughs) alright. I mean, I'm concerned, but I have only visited there once. Oh my god, what if it's like you say the grunge three times and they appear? There'd be like 20 around here right now. Be like Mr. Um, Mises from Rick and Morty. You haven't seen that episode, basically. I haven't seen a single episode of Rick and Morty. They'd be like, Mr. Mises, help me with this. And they were allowed to evaporate. Like, their whole point in life was to evaporate, but they could only do it once they completed their task. Yeah. Well, the one guy says, I want to take two strokes off my golf swing. And so Mr. Mises comes, and he starts getting frustrated. So he's like, I know what to do. I'll, I'll get another Mr. Mises. So then there's like a hundred of them. And then they decide the only way they can take strokes off his golf swing is to kill him. <laughs> do you think the grunge would help me with my golf swing? <laughs> take off two strokes. That's the whole point. Of the grunge? Mm-hmm. Help you with golf. Help me with golf. All right, it's time to go. We're getting way off subject, like usual, because of a certain someone that I will not name names. Hey, that was rude. <laughs> Is it Jack? <laughs> it's not Jack. It's not Jack. <laughs> All right. Um, Good story. Thanks. If you guys want to see pictures of the Grunge, go to our Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at BIR Podcast. Facebook's just Bug and a Rug. You can email us your stories about the grunge at BIRpodcast at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, bugandarug.pubbing.com, to check out my resources. Can we just clarify that they're not pictures of the grunge? They're pictures of what maybe the grunge looks like. Because clearly nobody actually can, can like, come to consensus. Oh, the there are some pictures, like. like, you know how those... How it's, like, really crappy websites or magazines that are like, oh, my God, we spotted Bigfoot. Here he is. Yeah. I mean, there are some of those. And it's a goat with, like, pork They look more like albino dwarves. <gasps> are they naked? I cannot confirm nor did I if they're naked. They're naked. (laughs) I can neither confirm nor deny whether or not I'm excited to see these pictures. Well, you'll have to go to um, one of our social media platforms to see them. I will, but. But. Okay. Uh, Okay, signing off. I'm Kaylin. I'm Whitney. Jack. Bye. Sleep tight.